Frankie Banky in Covert Operations, Part 1 of 2. Written, drawn, and read by me, Daniele Rossi, but you can call me Danny. <laughs> we begin our story with Frankie Banky happily chatting with others who stutter around the world. The topic is covert stuttering. And there is a definition accompanying this. A definition for covert stuttering, which is hiding one's own stuttering by switching or omitting words. This also includes avoiding social and speaking situations. So in this first panel, Frankie Banky is sitting on a log <laughs> uh, on his cell phone and he's in a text chat. And we could see what he's texting. And it's, when I was younger, I was so afraid of stuttering every time I spoke. And the conversation continues in the next panel we see uh, a map of the world pretty much and uh, you know blown up uh, to a point where you could see space and all the and the text conversation that Frankie Banky is having and you could see he's having with about five or six of his friends and most of them are foxes <laughs> both female and male uh, one of them seems to be kind of like a dog character <laughs> So a girl replies, me too, I was afraid of being laughed at. And a guy replies, oh man, I hated being laughed at and getting funny looks like I was weird. And the dog-like character says, I switched words every time I had to say something that I'd stutter on. Another female wrote, or text, texted, I still switch words from time to time and with a, with a sad face. But you can't switch words when you have to tell someone your own name. To which a previous guy replies, Oh man, the looks I get when stuttering on my name. And the first woman replies, Did you forget your name? I still get that response today. And the second woman replies, I always say no I didn't, I just stutter. And enjoy watching them falling over themselves trying to apologize. To which the first guy says, Oh man, that's awesome, I gotta try that. To which the dog character, <laughs> well, his name happens to be Bilodo, replies, replied, replies, replied. <laughs> Some people just don't know, though, so it's good to educate with a smile. And the first woman replied, I used to ask my mother to make all my phone calls for me. And Bilodo replies, I used to only order food I could pronounce, not what I would always truly wanted. And the first guy replied, Oh man, I remember ordering a fish taco because I couldn't say pizza. I hate fish. To which the second woman replied, or pointing to the item you want on the menu. Anyone else do that? With a happy face. To which Bilodeau replied, I did. I also pretended to forget what I wanted to order. To which Bilodeau replied, I did. I also pretended to forget what I wanted to order. Then say, Oh yeah point, then I'd be able to say what I wanted to order. And then Frankie Benke replies, When I was small, before I learned how to write, I used to draw everything I wanted to say. This is followed by a flashback to when Frankie Benke was a toddler, <laughs> and he's wearing overalls and playing with blocks. A little girl comes to greet him from the side. Hi, Frankie Benke. How has your day been? And Frankie Benke pulls out a sketchbook a pencil, and he's drawing something as, a, as the little girl looks on. He passes his book over to the girl, and this happens over three panels. <laughs> and in the following panel, she's looking at a page full of drawings of himself doing various activities. Hmm, she says, you woke up, 
ate cereal for breakfast, brushed your teeth, and played with your blocks. In the next panel, she asks him, that, that was great. Let's play. What would you like to do? And Frankie Banky's drawing in his, in his sketchbook. And then the following panel, he's showing it to her what he just drew. And she has a surprised and shocked look on her face. And she's saying, you drew a picture of me with a bubble over my head. Hey, are you calling me a bubble head? And a very shocked and surprised Frankie Bing is thinking to himself, what? No. In the following panel, she storms off. I know when I've been insulted. And an anxious Frankie Banky is is stuttering and saying, And in his mind, he's thinking what he's trying to say. Wait, I drew a picture of you and me blowing bubbles in the park. And in the following paragraph, uh, panel, sorry, he is sighing to himself. Ah, I look forward to the day I learn how to write. Frankie Banky's text conversation in present day continues I was covert well into my high school years it was hard for me to make friends and especially hard for me to talk to girls I started lifting weights so I could be the strong silent type but I soon learned there was a major flaw in that strategy so there is an illustration of Frankie Banky lifting a heavy barbell and he's wearing a t-shirt that says beast mode it has a beast mode written all over it and another flashback with a caption a number of years ago. And he's being introduced to two women. They are twin sisters. <laughs> he's being introduced by a friend. Frankie Banky, I'd like you to meet Mindy and Cindy. So he points, his friend points to Mindy and Cindy. And they're saying, hi, hey. In the following panel, this is later in the evening. They're at a restaurant. Frankie Banky's friend and Mindy are having a conversation are having an animated conversation while Cindy is trying to make conversation with Frankie Banky. The burgers here are delicious, she says. But Frankie Banky is leaning back in his chair, looking elsewhere. He's wearing a tank top and he's going, mm-hmm. Cindy continues, and the pickles are really green. And Frankie Banky replies again, mm-hmm. Cindy continues, uh, the fries are crispy. Frankie Banky replies, mm-hmm. And all this time, Mindy and Frankie Banky's friend, who has no name, <laughs> are, uh, have been having their own con uh, animated conversation. And Cindy turns to Mindy, uh, sorry, Mindy turns to Cindy and says, Hey, Cindy, you have to hear the joke he just told me. And Cindy has an obvious frustrated look on her face. And Frankie Banky is thinking to himself, I wonder if she notices my biceps. And in the next panel, we see Cindy's enthusiastic reply of, Yes, please, as she turns to her sister and her companion. Meanwhile, Frankie Banky is thinking to himself, I should flex. And in the following and final panel, we have a it's, it's later that evening, and a dejected Frankie Banky signed to himself, <sighs> walking behind, the two girls and his friend who uh, the who has uh, the two girls on each side of him and they're laughing their heads off. And his friend is saying, I've got yet another joke. And this is followed by a to be continued. Yes, there is a part two, which you probably already deduced in the beginning when I said part one of two. <laughs> but in the meantime, here is the author's 
myself commentary. So the original intention for this comic was to present Frankie Banky's origin story, but <laughs> like most of my comics, the origin story idea ends up becoming a collection of gags, <laughs> uh, most, mostly because I never actually sat down and fleshed out a Frankie, uh, fleshed out Frankie Banky's complete history and family genealogy. You know, much like here's a fun fact J.K. Rowling did for for her Harry Potter series. That kind of stuff naturally reveals itself the more I draw. I included three homages in this comic. The first is a homage to Stutter Social, the or, the organization I co-founded, which facilitates weekly group video chats for people who stutter around the world. Although Frankie Pinky isn't in a group video chat in this comic, but uh, some of the avoidance methods his friends mentioned are stuff I did myself, like pointing to menu items and pretending to forget. Uh, the second is a is a is a homage to a friend's son who drew out his day when he was in kindergarten, or even younger than that. Uh, I thought it was the coolest thing when my friend told me about that. So I thought, what if little Frankie Banky used that tactic as a way to avoid stuttering or to cope with this, with his stuttering? And the third homage, I kid you not, actually happened to me when I was in my late teens and started lifting weights. Embarrassed by making bad impressions with my stuttering, I had once thought to build myself up as the strong, silent type. But that plan didn't see the light of day because, well, I liked interacting with people and quickly realized, well, any girl who would like me based on my level of success in the gym wasn't truly worth my time. So that part of the comic was my way of drawing out what might have happened if I had gone ahead with the plan. Now, here's something I did include on the author's commentary on the website was I didn't even have a physique (laughs) that was impressive enough. So that was another reason why I never went ahead with that. And plus, who cares about your physique? I'm just not that type of person that would put the physique, you know, like, you know, base. Here's my worth, you know, based on my physique and such like that, you know. So that's it. You have been listening to the Frankie Banky podcast, offering audio descriptions of Frankie Banky comics written, drawn, and read by me, Daniela Rossi. But you can call me Danny. Email me your feedback at hello at frankiebanky.com. That's hello at f-r-a-n-k-y-b-a-n-k-y.com. More Frankie Banky, including the comics, at frankiebanky.com. Music by Audionautics.com. That's Audionautics with an X. I also produce the Stuttering is Cool podcast where I talk about, well, stuttering. (laughs) Check it out at stutteringiscool.com. Ciao.